0: Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 22nd of February, the 53rd day of 2021, abundantly leaving us 312 days until 2022. And yesterday was World Whale Day. Here's to the marvelous cetaceans. Today, the Chinese New Year's Spring Festival winds down as we begin settling into the Year of the Ox, an appropriate enough symbol for how stalwart we all must be as we enter a second year of the novel coronavirus pandemic. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide had approached 110.5 million, amounting to an increase of at least 2.5 million cases globally since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week bordered on 28 million an increase of over a half million cases since the week before. This past week, along with all employees at the University of Maine in Orono who are spending any time on campus, I participated in the second series of spit tests, which are to continue weekly throughout the semester. Also, these past few weeks, according to Colleen Long of the Associated Press, federal agents from Homeland Security have seized more than 10 million fake 3M brand N95 masks, many sold to hospitals, medical facilities, and government agencies in five states, which Homeland Security officials will not name. Though Homeland Security Secretary Ali Mayorkas commented, quote, Not only do they give a false sense of security, how dangerous is the exposed individual without any protective gear? They have no utility whatsoever, close quote. Officials said criminal charges would be forthcoming. Elsewhere, concerning COVID-19 on the planet, India has been maintaining a distant second place worldwide this past week, with over 11 million confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus. Brazil continues in a not-so-distant third place worldwide, with 10.1 million confirmed cases this past week. The UK remains distantly in fourth place, with over 4.1 million cases, leaving Russia closely in fifth place with 4.1 million confirmed cases, the two countries only 3,000 cases apart. France is not far behind in 6th place, with about 3.6 million confirmed cases. Spain is again in 7th place, with nearly 3.2 million confirmed cases. Deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday were eclipsing 2.5 million Meanwhile, here in the U.S., total confirmed COVID-19 deaths near the end of this past week approached 494,000, an increase of at least 19,000 from the previous week, amounting to an average of 2,714 per day, or nearly two fatalities every minute. Important to remember is that the U.S. has only 4% of the world's population, though at least 25% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases, and almost 20% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. So we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet. Beyond doubt, we are absolutely the most hospitable people on Earth to the novel coronavirus. Elsewhere internationally, second place for COVID-19 fatalities again goes to Brazil, with a total of 244,000 deaths from the virus since the beginning of the pandemic. Mexico continues in third place, recording 179,000 deaths due to COVID-19. And India is again in fourth place, with close to 157,000 coronavirus deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. Heavenward in the eastern sky tomorrow morning, about an hour before sunrise and hugging the horizon, Mercury and Saturn will be in quasi-conjunction, meaning they will be within five degrees of one another, approximately equal to the width of two fingers held up at arm's length. Straight up about mid-sky will be the brilliant star Altair, the twelfth brightest star in the night sky, and the brightest star in the constellation Aguila, the eagle. And tomorrow is the 31st anniversary of Pioneer 11 leaving our solar system. Today in 1632, Galileo published his Dialogue of the Two Chief Systems of the World, a work of broad cosmology and kinematics, seen as a polemic against Aristotelians and in favor of Copernicus and the physics of a moving earth, inertia, relativity, and conservation of motion. Today in 1879, Frank Winfield Woolworth opened the great five-cent store in Utica, New York. In the next half-century, 1,000 F.W. Woolworth stores would be opened, and the last would be closed down in 1997. Today in 1892, Oscar Wilde's Lady Windermere's Fan premiered at St. James's Theater in London. Today in 1924, Calvin Coolidge delivered the first presidential radio broadcast from the White House. Today in 1967, the Tet Offensive in Vietnam ended. Today in 1991, U.S. President George Herbert Walker Bush gave Iraq a 24-hour ultimatum to pull out of Kuwait or face a full-scale war. Today in 1997, the Roslyn Institute in Scotland announced their first successfully cloned mammal from an adult cell and called her Dolly the Sheep, who had been born in July 1996. Today, in 1732, in Popes Creek, Westmoreland County, Virginia, Augustine Gus Washington and Mary Ball Washington had a son named George. According to legend, George's parents met in England. Mary, a Virginia plantation heiress, was visiting relatives when Augustine, a prosperous Virginia planter, rode past. Augustine lost control of his horse, was thrown, and injured, thereafter hospitably cared for by the householders, with Mary serving as his principal nurse and then becoming his bride. Augustine died suddenly when George was 11, At 14, to escape his mother, George began working as a frontier surveyor, soon to to distinguish himself as a soldier when the French and Indian War broke out. Today is also the birthday of Arthur Schopenhauer in 1788, of Robert Baden-Powell in 1857, of John Mills in 1908, of Robert Pershing Wadlow, who grew to become the tallest man on record at 8 feet 11 inches in 1918, of Teddy Kennedy in 1932, of Sparky Anderson in 1934, of Julius Dr. J. Irving and Julie Walters in 1950, and of Drew Barrymore in 1975. This past week, WERU forwarded me a thoughtful condolence card, and I would like to thank Sarah for her kindness. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 10th official week of winter. We're closing in on spring.